Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Cup, the show where we review, rate, and rank anything that emerges from our cup. I'm Dan, and as always, next to me is Joe, who will kick things off. Right, as ever, we're going to start with a five-star review, and uh, this week a very quick one straight to the point. Perfect listen for the journey to work. I didn't realise how much there was to review in the world, and that really is quite an important point. There is a lot to review, and that's uh, that's from loads of money, so hopefully you can well spend a bit of money on us. I don't know how, yeah. but uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that is very, very nice. But Maybe, uh, maybe we're going to end up reviewing every topic in the world, everything well, in the world. Well... So that's a lot of topics, but we're going to have to be around for a while. So, uh, well, follow us on 2G1C pod on uh, on X to do that. But going straight into this week's review, which is, uh, if you thought last week's was a bit strange, well, we go, we're going further down that hole. <laughs> and I mean that exactly, yeah. exactly. And we are going to review toilets, or I suppose bathrooms in America and other names all over the place. In fact, we've got a list of them here. The Lavatory, the Bog, the Kazi, the Latrine, the John, the Jacks, the Danny, the Head. That is what we're going to be reviewing. The Privy, apparently, is one as well. The Power Room. Ah, so it's an interesting point there. Mm-hmm. So we've both done research, right? Absolutely, or at least... <laughs> Some scant research. I've gone very much down the route of the actual toilet, the thing you... Uh, your effluence goes into rather yeah. than the room yeah i mean in which i think that's fair yeah but i think i think we're going to go around that topic as well because we'll i assume enter, in, we'll enter the room because in america the actual thing you do your business in mm. they, they call that a toilet don't they the, the room actually, is the bath uh rest yeah they call it the bathroom the rest, rest room. room i don't know if they call it a toilet to be honest i, I, I honestly don't know i the name we call it, but yeah. well, any of our American listeners out there, yeah, can uh, hit us on at two G one C pod. Yeah, yeah, we'd yeah. we'd love to know. We'd like to have an argument if it's a different name because uh, we we like to do that kind of thing. Hmm. But uh, do you know what the nineteenth of November is? A couple of days before my birthday. Well, there's that, but even more reason to celebrate than your birthday, obviously. International World- Wednesday. It's International Toilets Day, which might International Toilets Day. Yeah, apparently it's International Toilets Day. But if that's International Men's Day as well, that would be a strange coincidence. But yeah, Um, apparently there is an International Toilets Day. It's the nineteenth of November. So uh, and what are we supposed to do? Like, I suppose that everyone uses the toilet on that day. I mean, yes, yes. I don't know if that makes that much of a difference. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, apparently that's the day we celebrate and we talk about the toilet. So maybe we should have actually put this off, but. Um, you know, the, whatever comes out the cum comes out the cup <laughs> comes out the cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So, night uh, is actually International Men's Day as well. I just oh, really? The fact maybe there. maybe uh, someone was uh, trying to say something about men, but um, the world we live in. So, nineteen nineteen. I didn't realize mm-hmm. this. It was only from nineteen nineteen in UK suburbs did new houses have to have like a, a, a built in toilet. Is that so, indoor toilet or outdoor toilet? I think indoor. So all these stories you hear, like, you know, I hear from my parents, oh, when we were young, we had a toilet outside and all that. Presumably that's because those houses were built before then. Mm. Um, I mean, I have to say, and this is very much not a first world thing, but it's very much a privilege of where we live. Um, the thought of going to the toilet in a different building every day does not appeal, I have to say. It doesn't appeal, but it's not. 
you know, I would rather that than ever use a public toilet ever again. Yes, I would heartily agree with that. Um, Because fun fact, so in London and Manchester in the 19th century, typically, if you forget about the really, really wealthy people who had their own toilet, for for most people, a hundred people would share a toilet. A hundred people. I can only imagine how unpleasant that would be. I mean, basically, it's like a festival. Yeah. So one of the things, I mean, I quite like festivals. I haven't been to a music festival. I haven't been to one for quite a while. But it's Mm. fun. The only drawback is the toilets. Yeah, the toilets are huge, though. That's a huge drawback. It's enormous. I mean, they are... They're just rancid. Unless you get first thing in the morning, like 6am, ah, they, they nice. do a clean. It's still not great, but at least... It's still not nice. Walls, and you still, uh... when you open the door and you do your thing, and mm. there's someone standing there after, I don't like that. I have a real thing when it comes to public toilets that when I go to the toilet, I'd like to think that, for example, the whole world just, let's just say, doesn't exist anymore. And I'm just <laughs> in the toilet... And no, nothing or anyone exists. And then when I leave the toilet, it's that. I really, it doesn't matter what, you know what? It doesn't matter what I've done in the toilet. Mm. I can't stand opening a public toilet door. And then there's someone waiting for a toilet. I don't know about you, but I, unless I'm desperate, I pretty much have a philosophy of never waiting for a toilet if it's locked. So, so, so if you're, okay, go on. If I need the toilet, yeah. but I'm not desperate, so that's obviously the important caveat. So I need the toilet, but I'm not desperate, and the doors are locked, I'm out of there. I'm not waiting. But what I would say is is both being males and using males male toilets, I would only be going to use a cubicle in times of emergency. It would have to be DEFCON 1 to be using it. So I can't think of a situation when I'm out and about where I would go to use a cubicle it would be locked, and I would think, oh, okay, never mind, I'll go. For me I, to be uh, using that in public, it would have I, to be... I would almost always use a cubicle regardless. Really? Yeah, I don't like urinals. I mean, I'm not, I mean... Them. A really? urinal is a... I'll rate that in a second, I'll give that a two. Why? Two out of ten. I hate them, disgusting, I'll be near people. I mean, they're not... Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't eat my dinner off Your Willy but... Wonka's out. Nah, I don't like any of this. You're too vulnerable. Well, I, I get that. I mean, if you if you go into a, a public toilet and there's a big row of urinals, row, and you're on your own, and a row of urinals, and, and you use one, I think the weirdest thing that could ever happen to someone would be just someone coming and standing and using the one right next Close to you. Yeah, it's horrible. But, but I don't, it's, no, I don't, I don't, happened, I don't, but... I don't want anyone near me in any way, shape, or form, even if they were at the other end of the trough. And the fact that it, some of these are troughs, Another reason why I can't stand them. I so mean, the I, troughs are rancid. Yeah. Just... If there's a cubicle, I will always pick a cubicle. Always. But you wouldn't queue for it. You wouldn't queue for a cubicle. I would walk right past it as if I didn't need the toilet. If they were all locked, and I'd just carry on as if I didn't need the toilet. I've done that before. <laughs> so you walk in and walk straight out. Yeah. I no. Sometimes I'd fake it. So I'd go in, cough, and maybe um, wash my hands for whatever reason, and then leave. <laughs> that was my purpose. Oh, right. I thought you meant you'd sort of walk in and then make out. Oh, yeah. No, I remember what I was. <laughs> what did I want here? <laughs> yeah, no, um, I can't. I can't stand. But I, I, I hate it from the other way as well. So you open the door from leaving the toilet and there's someone waiting to come in. And it doesn't yes. matter what I've done. Yeah. It's not just like the fear of what I've done. It's just mm. 
there's something about the toilet I just found I find hideous, and I don't yeah, like I, the I, world to. I don't want anyone to know that I use the toilet. I don't know why, because it's one of those I, things that everyone does. I know what you mean. I mean, having used public toilets or public cubicles, there's not much worse also than sitting on a warm seat. Oh, disgusting. I mean, I'm not a fan of cold family. ones, but if it's cold, at least you know where you. Well, I was going to say you know where you stand. You know where you sit. Um, Absolutely, but. Oh, I just hate them. I hate public toilets so much. Yeah, I'm. Uh, but they're different types, aren't they? Like, you know, I've had situations where I've been out, say, in London, or even when I've been on holiday, and I've been desperate for the toilet. So I've I've sought out the nearest like posh yeah, hotel. You, you've, you've got find no a posh hotel. No, but if you find the right place, so always find a posh hotel. Walk in as though you know exactly that. Basically, walk in with confidence that you're staying there use the toilets there they're lovely usually molten brown like hand wash and yeah but they're still public there's still public know, that's a very different genre no it's a different kind of public it's true but it depends as well why i'm sorry maybe i should use a different word not public but a lot of them are still group it's not just one door and that's it if it's just a singular toilet i'm a lot more relaxed yeah okay yeah i know what you mean yeah i mean a lot of restaurants have your single single toilet yeah in america i, th- I don't know if it's a legal thing but they like to have the doors too high. You know what I mean? They have, uh, they yeah, they have a gap. I think part of it is a safety thing. Yeah, I think it's a safety thing because I guess too many people are passing out for whatever it is. Actually, it leads me on to a quite a fun little point, and maybe this is why they have that. Apparently, forty thousand Americans are injured each year on the toilet. Public toilets. To- just says the toilet. Uh forty thousand. That's a lot of injuries. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't know I if that to... includes heart attacks and things like that. Because have you ever injured yourself on the toilet? Uh, I don't know how one would class injury. I've never fallen off a toilet, which uh, killed King George the Second allegedly, <laughs> falling off the toilet apparently. But um, I, I don't think I've ever. I've certainly not injured myself enough to remember it. No, oh, I, I did it years ago at work and ended up going to A and E. What did you do? So, I was on the <laughs> I was on the toilet at work. <laughs> I was on the toilet at work, and Got basically, I, yeah, I uh, yeah, everything went numb. Um, I was reading the paper, so I had a copy of the Sun with me. So this is probably like two thousand. It's a vicious paper cut. Seven, yeah, <laughs> two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and um, yeah, I was reading the paper, and then I finished and 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 everything, and then as I went out, I went to pick the paper up from the floor. Or I'd like propped mm. it up, not just on the floor. That'd be disgusting. Like propped up, and as I got back up, I banged my wait, head. Wait, on... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what was the toilet? What was the paper doing on the floor? I'd been reading it on the t- on the toilet. Yeah, and then I'd and put it down. It on the floor. I'd placed it down afterwards while I was getting myself sorted, and then as I got back up, I banged the back of my. Did you sit yourself down to get yourself sorted? You don't no. stand up to do that. No, no, no. I had yeah. Yeah, but then I had to bend back down to pick up the paper. Okay, right. And you hit your I'm head not like what? I'm not dousing out of street fight. I can't extend. My <laughs> yeah, head. we all want to be dousing. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I bent down to pick it up, and as I got back up, I banged my head on the toilet roll. Like, so I was in the toilet, and then I, I was picking up my paper, and as I got back up, I banged the back of my head on like the serrated edge of the, you know, in public toilets. But well, if it's got a roll of toilet paper, you rip it off. It's got the serrated edge. Yeah, yeah. I banged the back of my head on there, and it's bleeding. And, and what? Did, and so, what did you do? Did you just call the? Did you go to A and A, or did you call an ambulance? 
<laughs> no, no, no. I went back into the main office and like my head was bleeding. I mean, not like gushing blood. There's yeah. just like a little bit of blood and said, oh, I've done this. And then HR said, no, 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 you've had an accident at work. You're bleeding. You need to go to A&E. Really? And I did say, I did say to him, I'm not sure that's the best use of A&E's time. There's probably, and what made it more annoying because it was an emergency, I was just sat, well, I say annoying, I missed most of the day at work. Um, I sat there for ages because unsurprisingly there were more urgent things that A&E needed to deal with. Um, and yeah, they just like mopped it up with a bit of cotton wool and told me to go away basically. Yeah, couldn't you have made that decision? No, HR said you need to go. I was happy to be honest at the time. It was great. Just missed most of the day. Obviously now, now it'd be slightly different. But I mean, the funny thing is you say that now that I remember actually not too long ago, I did actually nearly hit my head badly on the um on not the it was um it was a coat hanger hook you know on the back of the door mm. so and i only slightly grazed it but i thought oh, that would have been embarrassing if i cut myself on that yeah and uh, i guess uh, you you managed it i'm living your dream you live yeah. your nightmare yeah, yeah um, exactly so you mentioned before about not wanting the world to exist yeah. outside of the, the cubicle door so you would have struggled in roman times for a number mm. of reasons but one being that they apparently treated going to the toilet as a social event uh, i'm not cool with that no so they would all do their business girls do this as well, don't they? well not to the same extent so in in russia in russia in in uh in roman times they would literally all big all have a big old chat while they're doing whatever it is they're doing and they would also so they didn't use toilet paper. So they would have a stick yeah. and a sponge on the end of it. Mm. They would use that, rinse it off, give it to the next person. And I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan I, of that. I, I, can't I mean, I have heard it. of that in various ways. And I don't know how true it is, because having looked it up, I've heard it's true, I've heard it's not true, but the whole phrase, wrong end of the stick, it comes out <laughs> really. where, so, you know, you you get the wrong end of the stick and you can all imagine which end that is. Uh, and that's kind of where that phrase uh, came from. But I, I, I've heard it in various cultures. Uh, um, people have said it, but I don't know how true it is because I, a lot of people defunct, defunct that. But yeah, I wouldn't be, uh, I'd be very n not approving of, of any of that. No, but then I suppose at the time, if it was culturally what they did, that's what you would be. I think there's a lot of things do. that we do culturally that I don't do. Conversation, I try and avoid that. <laughs> yeah, um, true. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's pretty much any kind of social norms I try and keep away from. And yeah, I don't think I'd enjoy it at all. I'd, I'd be the one that goes very early in the morning or very late at night when no one's yeah. there. Keeping a towel around yourself the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think what they first kind of did, other than just do it in a bush, is they'd either have designated areas like pits and things like what mm -hmm. you've explained, or they also did it um, in a river, which is okay if you're at the higher point of the river, but if you're a bit <laughs> downstream <laughs> and it's a large town, you probably wouldn't be that impressed with uh, the uh, what's coming towards you. No, I mean, uh, by all accounts, the River Thames used to be absolutely repulsive. Oh, yeah. Well, I think by all accounts, London was absolutely repulsive. In fact, yeah. I'm saying that apparently, you know, the the loo, as mm. uh, us Brits would call it, it traces back to 
the medieval times apparently so basically would people would crap in their chamber pots and throw it onto the street mm-hmm. and apparently whilst doing this they'd say the french phrase and apologies for my accent because we do have a french listener apparently mm-hmm. Godet l'heure, uh, meaning watch out for the water i don't know if that's correct i don't know any french uh, i know pomme de terre and that's about it and mm-hmm. uh yeah so turned into the loo and that's where that, that, that little phrase comes from. But yeah, oh, imagine that. Yeah. Just doing a dump in a in a pot and then lobbing it out your front door oh, or your window. Absolutely disgusting. Oh, I mean thankfully they probably didn't have the youths that we have today, because the youths of today they'd be aiming that stuff. Well that's the thing. I mean Well, it was it was a bit later on, wasn't it, that they realised there was a link between filth. Yeah. Like people's, pe- people's health so it's they, funny they... You, i mean we kind of take that for granted but i still feel that something that smells like that because that's the whole idea of it smelling i'm sure it's the evolutionary purpose of that smell mm. is the kind of warning sign of you probably shouldn't be near this yeah don't put it quite, in your water quite yeah. honestly don't, don't don't eat it don't put it on your skin don't do anything with this other than bury it and get it the hell away from <laughs> burn it, it. yeah um <laughs> get a priest so yeah it took people surprisingly long time to realize that that shouldn't be in our in our drinking water yeah like, I think like well you issue. say that but i mean without getting too political i think some uh, some water companies are still trying to learn that little uh little well, rule apparently well, quite yeah um <laughs> that is just absolutely disgusting it so the british always the the bit that's always fascinated me is European toilets. Reverses. So, reverses. So typically I'm thinking in like Netherlands, Germany, I'm thinking sort of just on the, if, if, I guess in, what would you call it? Western Europe mm. uh, on the continent where, so in, in the UK, the, the sort of ramp bit in the system, <laughs> or in the bowl is, is more towards the back of the toilet. Yeah. Whereas in the continent, there's like a little shelf. Yeah, where the hole should be. Where the hole should be, so to speak. And your mess goes on there. Yeah. And I, I don't understand. Well, I've heard, I've heard theories about that. Because, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's not something you just... When you do that kind of thing, you want it to leave the area mm. as quickly as possible. Mm. But I hear it's for health reasons. I hear it's, uh, it's in, in actual fact, it's probably a very good idea, is that you're supposed to check if there's any things that shouldn't be in there that are in there and as brits we're just too scared to do that but i hear that's why europeans do do that oh really yeah the good old rummage well i don't know for how much of a rummage they they do (laughs) but if there's anything uh popping out or a certain color that shouldn't necessarily be that color or texture it's time to go see the doctor or just double check you didn't have beetroot the night before yeah, I mean there is that. Unfortunately, I'm colorblind, so I always have issues, no matter how how closely I uh, Just call your wife. I, in. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't oh, that? Am I all right? But, yeah, it's um, yeah. I used to do strange things. I, do you want, <laughs> I mean, this story I don't think you do know, and it's probably one I shouldn't release on the uh, pod. But I think I think it's an interesting one. Mm. So here we go. So what I used to do when I was probably ten. But we'll call it 25. Um, I used to get a whole load of toilet paper. <laughs> don't know why I did this. And then I would do, do the uh, certain the number two, to keep mm-hmm. it polite, into the mm-hmm. toilet paper whilst holding it. 
What? <laughs> You'd catch it. I'd catch it. I mean, I would. I was full on knowledgeable of what texture it would be. So okay, be that, was, that was my first. Okay, that's going to be your first yeah, question. Yeah, that's your first thought. Is yeah. oh, make sure it's solid. So yeah. solid, and then I'd kind of inspect it without touching it. Just I guess the fascination <sighs> of a ten-year-old child. A bit like if you've ever seen Close Encounters, you know, when he's doing the thing with the mashed potato and he's like shaping mm-hmm. it, he just doesn't understand why. That's kind of how I looked at it. And then I'd throw it in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm aware of a toilet story you have, but that wasn't it. No, no, um, that, that one literally just came to me just then. I haven't thought of that in many years. I mean, it might even be untrue, but I'm pretty sure it is a, a real thing. It's not something and, that you'd kind of make up. And how much toilet random. paper would you... I mean, again, I was like 10 years old, but good enough for there to create a proper barrier. I mean, I don't want to be disgusting. But, I mean, you, you've got to be pretty <laughs> confident about the texture because that it, it can change. What, what... No, but you just know... Or, yeah, most know. of the time, but not always. You can get caught out. I mean, I mean, it's not something I don't. I don't know how many times I would have done it. It wouldn't have been something I'd done every time. But I guess I, as uh, in that youthful, you know, uh, invincibility that you have, maybe it was just my uh, my stomach was probably in much healthier shape than it is now. Just and to... I was going to just ask, right? Mm. At some point, you stopped doing that. Well, yeah, you stopped doing that. I wonder what made you think that because you'd have done it the last time at some point. And then the yeah, well, you always time, you never did it again. You, you never know uh, the last time you play outside with your friends. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. So what? I wonder what made you think. No, today I'm not going to catch. Well, it was you probably just like you know when you're that young and just things change and you don't really think about it. I mm. can only imagine it's that. It's, you know, it's a long, long time ago, so I really couldn't tell you. And I don't think it was something I did every day, but I do think it was something I did. I also, um, again, I don't know why I'm revealing this, but would use to screw up tissue paper and just kind of hold it there between my cheeks and pretend to be a bunny rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, you learn something every day. Unfortunately, my, uh, my parents occasionally <laughs> listen to this podcast. Who might actually be able to uh, <laughs> confirm that little part? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so if, I did some strange things. If you had given me a thousand guesses <laughs> as to what you're about to say, I would. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've dear. never really been normal. I mean, just on that note, actually, I've got another fun little step for you. Mm. So apparently, eighty percent of people uh, wash their hands after going to the toilet. Now, 80, uh, 80, 80. Mm. Now, only thirty percent of those people use soap, and of those people, only five percent wash their hands for what would be classed as the minimum of fifteen seconds. Yeah, I mean that's why you never eat bar snacks or pub snacks. No, I mean that's why they're not there anymore. I don't think that's probably true. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually. Yeah, I mean I'm sure they did tests like years ago of how many different types of urine was in uh, was in the the nuts. Yeah, on the and table. To, and to be honest, they could say one or hundred. If it's one, I'm I'm not interested. Yeah, it's true. Maybe a hundred. You just think, oh wow, it's a lot of a little. <laughs> not so bad <laughs> Makes or a little of a lot well, however yeah. you put it oh but, my gosh yeah um, strange one D- 
the the thing that I mean, luckily, I don't know if this is still a thing in in, in schools in particular, actually, but luckily I've I've not come across it. There's the old tracing paper toilet. Oh, paper the tracing paper toilet paper, like which, pure pain, but no absorbency whatsoever. No, because um, apparently it's because it had like a waxy disinfectant coating. Which oh, I don't really right? understand. Yeah, and that's why I don't understand the point of it. I mean, it served no purpose whatsoever. Well, if we didn't it didn't spread any disease or something like that. Just, well, well, I mean, the fact is, it's probably because of cost. Probably because of cost. I mean, but the thing is, it's probably a false economy because it just blocked up the toilets. I think, apparently, by all accounts, yeah, it, just, yeah, it didn't yeah. break down. I mean, it's absolutely yeah. disgusting and painful, um, and very painful. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I do um, that. I've always wanted to try. I mean, I've never been to Japan. Um, no, sure I, the, the toilets, which um... the, the toilets fascinate me that you see on, like you used to see them on sort of, I guess, like on um, Euro Trash, yes, and yeah, stuff absolutely. like that, where they'd have like someone it's with a Yorkshire show. accent, yeah, doing the voiceover. Hey, this is a toilet I use in Tokyo, <laughs> dude, dumping <laughs> <laughs> toilet up my nipsy. Um, but you, you know, they'd, they'd always show these fancy ones where they, they automatically clean the seat yeah yeah which is a problem because you'd put if they had it here you'd have wrong just doing something on the seat oh i mean i've seen um i think it was a show called ck cky which was basically the pre-show to um oh my word i've completely forgotten the name of it um the show where they all hurt themselves on purpose for our enjoyment jackass jackass yeah so cky was kind of the original Mm. i think it stood for can't kill yourself anyway there was, because it was a band, but whatever, there was a scene in it where they'd done a poo on the seat and then pressed the cleaner and watched it spread. Nah, not. No, not a fan. Not a fan. Nah. No, I, I, I agree. Not, well, I mean, it's interesting you say that because apparently there's a council in this country um, that has basically gone broke and one of the things they've spent money on is one of those Japanese-style toilets in uh, in the council <laughs> building. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I can't, can't see why they've gone broke. Um, cause you can get ones cause I, I was looking at it. Yeah. You can buy them cause they have ones that have a spray built in spray oh, shoots up um, and then, and then an air dryer as well. Oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't spend any time off it. No, you don't, you don't need to go anywhere else. No. Absolutely. Um, then a night light as well. Um, in case yeah. you need to go at night and don't want to put on all the lights. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Amazing technology. Mean... It just hasn't really caught on over here, has it? Well, I just don't think we want to spend that kind of money on that kind of thing. I, no. I, I think that's all. It, you can buy them here, for, like you say. Mm. But I just, yes, I, th- I just think, like, say if you're building a house, and unless you're like a multi multi millionaire, it'd be a hard one to like go. Oh, maybe I really want this expensive toilet, but you just oh, I can't spend just eight hundred quid on a toilet or whatever it will be. No. But I actually think that would be a very good investment. It would be a great. Well, maybe investment might be the wrong word, but you'd certainly appreciate it for the rest of your life. Yeah, but then you'd struggle to use any other toilet. I mean, to be honest, yeah, I well, hate, I, I do. I hate using any toilet other yeah, than the ones exactly. in my own house. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Great. I mean, say what you want about the uh, North Korean dictator, who doesn't seem like a very nice person, mm. but he does apparently have his own personal toilet brought with him wherever he goes. Smart man. That's yeah, that's clever. I don't like the other stuff, but that thing. The, the toilet thing, that's the... Uh, everyone yeah. has a bit of good in them. I <laughs> <laughs> um, would 100% I would do that. Um, and the most expensive toilet in the world, mm. albeit actually, as it happens, isn't in the world. Uh, so I think 23, 
23 stroke 19 i've seen different numbers but 19 to 23 million dollars uh, on the international space station yeah yeah i and part of it is because it, it sort of sucks the the, the wee or the poo yeah um away and the wee it put apparently it puts it into a chamber distills it and they reuse the water because yes. obviously there's not that much water available which is i'm not sure i could get on board with that just that psychologically it would be <clears> hard but i guess when there's no choice there's no choice but i also don't understand how it costs quite so much well maybe it includes getting it to the international state space station uh possibly yeah yeah true um and then they they also send the poo any poo they send it out into space oh really yeah that makes sense doesn't it well could that not be dangerous how well, one, it's it would freeze and turn to kind of like rock. Yeah. And would it degrade under such freeze, freezing temperatures? Probably not, but space well, is a big go. old place. Yeah, yeah, space is big, but the more times you do it, because there's a lot in space now, a lot of satellites, a lot of different things. So the yeah, more... there's not that much effluent out there. Yeah, but the more you do it, the more there will be, and the more satellites that get shot shot up there as well, you're just adding to what could be an absolute disaster. I don't know if it would make a Hollywood film, although I'd quite like to see it. Well, that's Sandra, Sandra Bollocks. She did a film where she was, like, blowing everything up in space. I forget what it's called now. Gravity. Was it Gravity? It's just, like, everywhere she went, she blew it up. With George Clooney. Yeah, yeah. I'm not it. sure. I'm not sure it showed even taking a dump. No, but they could have. That would have been a real fun... It would have made it more realistic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It would have been fun if everything was getting destroyed by floating fecal matter. Um, and the most expensive, to- <laughs> most expensive toilet paper. Mm. I'm not entirely sure how it works. So it's one, $1.3 million per roll. Yeah. And it's 22 karat gold toilet paper. I just, Which, I don't. No, I, I don't. Is that real? It, apparently. I just, I just don't believe that's real. I reckon it's, they've made one role and someone owns it and will never use it. Mm. I mean, I don't understand. I'm not sure gold's, well, I know gold isn't particularly absorbent. No. Uh, so I'm not sure how in practice that, that really would work. Um, Maybe it's tax deductible. Yeah. I mean, it could be. You need to use it, and if you work, blah, blah, blah. It's just a very clever way of doing a write-off. Mm. I mm, mean, you could possibly. probably go cheaper. I mean, Costco, I know, do a, a very large amount of toilet paper in one go. Yeah, what, a 24-pack? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I suppose I'd like to see that one point whatever million pound toilet paper. Mm, I'd love to use it, but... I don't know. I, just, I feel like I would prefer to keep it and sell it, if I'm honest. Well, yeah, melt it down. Yeah, or something. I don't know. I don't actually know what I would do if I had that. Like, if someone gave me toilet paper and they said this is worth a million, I wouldn't know how to sell it. Where no, what go. if you really? What if you're out and about and you or at home? And like you know, at the beginning of the pandemic when there was toilet paper shortages. Yeah. So if you're at home, you've been to the toilet, and there's no other paper. You've got yeah. no other toilet paper in the house. Would, I mean, would you? No, I'd have a shower. You'd have a shower? Yeah. I mean, that's disgusting in itself. Yeah, but I can, I can live with that if I've got my one point something million pounds that I've sold mm. for the toilet paper. Sort that out later, that's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I. Yeah, in the, sh- the shower. Yeah. You're kidding yeah. me, you wouldn't do that? 
Yeah, I suppose I would. Of course you would. I would. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no point pretending just because you're on a public podcast that you wouldn't do anything for that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. No, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I can be bought. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. You need your goddamn hand. So, so toilets. So, do we want to give it a rating now? Uh, rating time. That's the big one. This this is gonna for me. This is quite a complex one. For me, it's not too complex. So I'm going to let you go first. Well, so I'm weighing it up because if I if I'm going to, I guess we we rating on the concept of toilets, right? The toilet themselves, <laughs> um, yeah. Because if I was to rate and the minuses, if, I mean, if I was to think, okay, my toilet at home, I'd give that. I'd be giving that a pretty high score. Yeah. But then if I think of other toilets, I'm, yeah. I'm knocking like the one in um, marks off. I'm forgetting all the names of films now. What's the Scottish film? Um, oh, uh, train spotting. Yes, the worst. Yeah, not a fan of that. Not worst a fan toilet, of that, that toilet. World. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't climb in it. No, no. Even if you um, had dropped your heroin. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably write that off. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that comes from someone that doesn't do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it, I do think it's as easy as that. <laughs> it's very Moorish. <laughs> yeah, that's cold turkey. Just chuck it down the toilet. Yeah, um, I don't think so, it was chucked. I'm going to give toilets a seven. A seven? That's so oh. low. Because, well, they're not going anywhere. No. So, and, and they are a big part of my life. But toilets other than my own, I, I hate toilets other than my yeah. own. I really hate it. And I know you're a big advocate of how horrible public toilets are. Yeah, I, hate I probably haven't. Toilets. I hate the I... fact that we have to go to the toilet. Mm. But it's going to be the first time I'm going to outrate you or however Ooh. you would call it. Yeah. And it's going to be the first time and maybe the only time I'm giving it a 10. Wow. It's getting all the cups. It has to. Wow. There's very few things in this world that if you need it, you're in, like... You're, it doesn't matter the state that it's in, you're happy to see it. Because if you're desperate, that's it. You don't yeah, care. You get a, yeah, you don't care you get if it's that Scot- Scottish toilet. You don't care if there's no toilet paper. you got to go. You are happier to see a toilet than not see a toilet. You've ever had that thing where you're desperate to go and you, you're going to say a public toilet and psychologically your body starts giving up and, and, and thinks, well, you're, you're basically there now. And you're going like the toilet's well, I mean, locked or very, something like very that. Very cleverly and... leading me onto a story. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I mean, that has happened. So just to quickly go through it, uh, I was traveling in my back in the day and mm. spent a lot of time. I think we were in the rainforest or, or something like that. And uh, in Bolivia or Peru, I forget exactly which country. And holding it all day, really starting to need it. And then I get we finally get to the youth hostel, which is like two, three hours journey maybe on this. I think it was like a Land Rover or a Jeep or something that really didn't have much suspension. So it just wasn't good times. And I was like, I was desperate. I was at that point where I told you, like, it doesn't matter what the toilet is. It's just, I need it. Mm. And I managed to, you know, I got through to the, you know, past reception and then to one of the they were thank, thankfully individual like buildings which uh for each toilet and as soon as i'd closed the door the body and the mind obviously well the mind obviously said well close enough 
<laughs> and so it just the body just started to go right let loose and so i had to basically drop trowel mm. and unfortunately i wasn't even facing in the right direction and it, it wasn't the you know it wasn't that typical kind of um waste that i explained earlier when you're a 10 year old and you enjoy catching and looking at it was pure liquid like the exorcist um, and it just smashed against the the wall and then i had to obviously turn while this was coming out of me all the way um around to then get to the toilet area which there was still it was weirdly that's still coming out and uh you know having finished and also uh, i must say a feel a feeling of absolute elation having to then realize where you're <laughs> what you're sat in and what what you're looking at and you could see if you were like a detective of like okay he must have been facing this direction and then turned because <laughs> it's all there against the wall and i had to get out i had to get out the area there was no cleaning it there was nothing i could do and so I did. I left the area, closed the door as if nothing had happened and went to another toilet area that had a shower in it and showered and cleaned all my clothes at the same time for obvious reasons, thinking, oh, well, that was not so bad. I mean, I think I got away with that, which, by the way, I did get away with. But sadly, as I was walking back, I saw um, one of the people working for the youth hostel uh, sadly cleaning up that said <laughs> toilet area. And um, <laughs> that, it was, I don't think it was one of their better days at work, <laughs> if I'm honest. And I couldn't help, I couldn't do anything, because then I'd be admitting that it was me. So I had to just keep going oh, and just like... keep, keep telling the, the basically my, uh, my curse is that I have to keep telling the tale. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think like you could maybe like tip her? No, they couldn't oh. take anything. Couldn't take anything. I was gone. Oh, I'd have gone I like the way you me. assumed it was a her. I'm sure you said she. Was it a, was it a female? I think it was a her. To be ah, I just wanted to throw you in that horrendous. Oh, right. And, you know, get, get you cancelled and all that. But, yeah, I think I believe it was a her, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I apologise to that person. Um, hopefully this will get to them somehow. <laughs> They'll <Yeah>. remember me. <laughs> I'm sure re I mean, they may actually tell the story from a very different perspective. <laughs> this but, disgusting uh, Englishman did it. Yeah, well, they wouldn't know it's English. Maybe they could tell. They could tell. They've been working there so long that they could tell <laughs> different international uh, travelers by smell and texture. But yeah, that's, oh, that, that's that fun nice. story. But no, ten, ten out of ten, I give it because there isn't a time that when you need to go that you're not elated. When you can go, it just isn't. Mm, it's fair. It's not a seven out of ten. It is. Yeah. Well, it is because I just despise any. Yeah, you despise them, but you take every single one of those if you needed it. Every single one. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. But, absolutely. But it doesn't make it that much more pleasurable. So eight and a half. Eight and a half overall. Eight and a half. Fine. Yeah. I think That's you've a good really score. done it. It could be the highest, actually. Yeah. Well, it's certainly the highest I've done. But yeah. Well, yeah, that, that was important. Exactly. Um, yeah, it really, really was. So, excellent. well, yeah, give us more suggestions of what yeah. to uh, take out in the <laughs> cup, and uh, if, if you do want to hear more about uh, that kind of stuff, that's fine. But uh, you know, maybe some nicer things to pull out of the cup at some point. But um, speaking of things, so don't forget to at two G one C pod on X and five star reviews, as you know do get read out but i was actually having a 
one of my usual kind of X arguments with uh, one of our listeners, Cobbler's M. And uh, they said, why don't we do top five chocolate bars? I mean, we kind of moved that to chocolate, so top five chocolates. But uh-huh. the, the, the way the argument actually started was, or I prefer a Twitter war, even though it's not called Twitter anymore, was uh, the use of king-size bars, and now they're called duo bars. It's mm. just a very small point, but king-size doesn't really exist anymore. Good point, actually. Can't get yeah, king-size anymore. No, they're all duos. I believe my theory is, well, this is my theory, uh, is that they are to try and put off fat people eating it all in one go. And so if you have a king-size bar, you're going to eat it in one go. Mm. And if you have a duo, you won't, which I think I've proved them wrong (laughs) every time I've had a duo. But I also think it means that the uh, manufacturer actually can spend less money on a making their chocolate bars because there's a lot more air in the bag than there would have been if it's just a one solid uh, chockey. Can't be that much more. Uh, that much less air. Because there's still two well, halves put together. It's two halves. It's two <laughs> halves instead of one entire solid lump. Wait, we're still yeah. talking about toilets? Or... Yeah, it's still... Uh... <laughs> still on the chocolate bars. Um... Well, I'm gonna, again, I'm going to call it chocolate, chocolate confectionery. It... Yeah, indeed. Um, and usual rules apply, so we've each submitted two. Yep. Um, and I think we're, we're we're on the similar page here. Um, yeah, kind of. And our, our third choice is we have left as a mystery. Yeah. Um, so do you want to kick us off? All right, so mine's a bit of a strange one, going straight in. Apparently it was first launched in 1875 and was a dark chocolate filled with uh, chocolate drops by John Cadbury. So that gives you a bit of an idea of the uh, organization making it. Uh-huh. But it is the medium-sized Cadbury's Easter egg. I mean, I, yeah. I, I do like job. them a lot. There's something about... You might even notice this uh, with my other choices. I'm I'm big on textures when it comes to chocolate bars. I like all different types mm-hmm. of textures. And the thing is with an Easter egg, I really like chocolate that's actually quite thin. And that's, oh, really? Uh, do you remember the old Cadbury's little rectangles? Very nice. They, they were just little rectangles, individual chocolates, individually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to like them because they were just really thin pieces of Cadbury's chocolate because Cadbury's chocolate is a very, very good type of chocolate. But the other thing is the bottom of the egg was that, that bit thicker. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, and then also with the Easter egg, you do get a filling of some kind. I don't know if you do anymore, really. They can't, they're more on the side, aren't they now? But you yeah. certainly, back in the day, used to be full of chocolate buttons or whatever it might be, that kind of thing. But I'm, I'm reviewing the, or talking about the Easter egg itself. And I just, I'm a big fan of a, I mean, obviously large is good, but I feel like that's a bit much. But a medium sized Easter egg, you can't, you're 399s. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all over it. And, I think this will reflect in our, <clears throat> sorry, in our selections. Yeah. But Cadbury's, I'm not sure you can go wrong. Uh, no, Cadbury's, Cadbury's. Uh, is quite a king, king-like chocolate. Um, and the Easter egg, yeah, I'm, I'm fully supportive. I think it's a, a superb thing. The only, obviously, obvious issue is that it's, it's seasonal. It is seasonal, but the season is now so long that it almost isn't seasonal. So it comes out. The day after Christmas, like I, Boxing, I saw yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and right <clears throat> yeah. up until, well, I'd say right up until May, and the reason why I say May is because then they get rid of the old 
chocolate mm. after Easter, and that's actually the best time, isn't it? Well, it is, but I found in the last couple of years that whereas in the past, the day after Easter or a couple few days after Easter, those Easter eggs would be going for pennies. They would be yeah. reduced. Yeah, yeah they're not they don't as seem amazing. doing that anymore. I'm not sure. I think you have to also pick your superstore carefully. So mm. I found that that Easter, I think Easter chocolate, it might be something we have to review in April properly. Really go mm. deep dive into that. But I find that if you go to a huge superstore, one of those massive 24 hour ones, yeah. you're less likely to get um, a lot of the reduced chocolate. It's like they send it out to all the other stores. So I've got. Oh. Uh, Sainsbury's near here, and it was absolutely packed full of like Easter chocolate. And then I don't know why, like the day after the day after that, I went to a very large Sainsbury's and it didn't it literally had nothing, nothing at oh, all. Really? And I think they just send it out so that they have room for the next thing. Uh, possibly, yeah, because I mean, that we've got a really big Tesco near us, and mm. there, there was no the day after Easter, nothing. Yeah. I mean, there weren't any Easter eggs. I mean, there was nothing. I think they maybe yeah. had some cream eggs, but not reduced. I, th- I think they get sent away. Also, you've got to be careful about the prices. Sometimes they're lazy and they don't change the prices. But actually, if you, t- if you take the risk and take it to the till, the reduction mm. is there. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, interesting. Oh, you just do the self-scanner yeah. thing. You can oh, that's do your own that, checks. That yeah, um, but yeah, all over that. I mean, my, one of my little kids had a, had a, a smaller Cadbury's Easter egg uh, the other oh, yeah. day. And it was, it, I was going to say, full of chocolate buttons. That's, that's being generous. It had chocolate buttons inside it, which is a lovely yeah. treat. Rather than In a, a little, little bag. Plastic. No, no, oh, loose, it was, loose. It was loose. Oh, that is yeah. right. Oh, yeah, I, th- I thought good. they'd been a little plastic bag, but obviously cut down on plastic and oh, it was delicious. Yeah, good times. <laughs> I um, wonder if she got to enjoy any of them. <laughs> yeah, I told, I told her how nice it was. Um, yeah. So really, <laughs> the tears coming down her face. And Daddy just, <laughs> yeah, this is lovely. Yeah, it's not Easter yet. You can't yeah. have any. Um, so yeah, a very very strong first entry from you there. Um, and to be honest, my first entry. I mean, we're in the same ballpark here. One could argue it's the same, exactly the same thing. So it's uh, it's dairy milk. Oh yeah. I mean, um, it's not the same thing. Well, the mint, the, the Easter egg is made the, the from dairy milk. The chocolate itself is the same. Yeah. As I said before, the texture. Oh, fine. Yeah. The thickness totally, is very different. Yeah. yeah. Totally changes Fair. everything. Um, now I think dairy milk is the best chocolate in the world. Just a bar of dairy milk is just it is very good. unsurpassed. And particularly when, and, you know, I don't want to get us cancelled in America here, but on the whole, American chocolate is rubbish. No, Hers- yeah, Hershey's is disgusting. Yeah, I don't get why because American chocolate seems to be getting a little bit fashionable with mm. um, I don't know things. Well, it's not really chocolate, but Oreos and um, peanut butter chocolate, like yeah, Hershey's yeah. Kisses and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm I'm afraid America when it comes to chocolate, I I think the rest of the world beats you. I mean, I, I'll give you like uh, I think Mars and Twix and things like that. I think that's America. M&M, uh, okay. Well, Mars originally was actually English, but now I think is is owned. Oh, is that right? M and M's. M and M's, I think, are American. Yeah. So yeah, the Mars I mean, bar, sorry, was is is English. In okay. Origin. Well, I mean, the M and M's are quite nice, but I'm afraid, yeah, when it comes to chocolate, America, you need to catch up because it's just yeah. not good enough. Your your Hershey's chocolate, although I will always eat it because it's chocolate, and I don't, I'm very much uh, for equality when it comes to chocolate. I'll eat anything in front of me. You guys need to catch up. 
I will. This, unless it's covered in, even then, but if it's got like um, coconut or something like that in it, which coconut can just go to hell. Like, I will have one of those, um, you know, mixed bag things. I don't know, heroes or whatever they're called. Mm. And whichever bounties, uh, celebrations, there would yeah. always be bounties left, which, because they're disgusting. Uh, I mean, I, I don't mind bounty, but no, what I don't disgusting. like is, what I don't like is, well, basically, I, was, I remember being at a house, I won't say whose house it was, and I really fancy some chocolate. And I asked, and they said, yeah, of course, yeah, I've got some chocolate. And I was salivating because I thought, right, they, they're going to bring out, I don't know, like maybe like a pack of whispers or Mars bars, whatever. Um, and they brought out chili, chili chocolate. Oh, posh chocolate. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it with the no, posh chocolate. No, I'm not interested. With like, you get one... sea salts and yeah, your... yeah, just yeah. with your poshies. Leave our food alone. Let us grunts. <laughs> Let's, let us bottom feeders just yeah. nibble on the horrible food that we. We don't need your sea salt and your chilies nah. and when the uh, when the revolution else. comes, oh, they'll be the first against it, the wall. Yeah, you won't be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so with dairy milk, I mean a standard dairy milk is is personally I think unsurpassable. They they did a, I know they have different variants of it now, but they went through a phase of doing some really good ones. And my personal favourite back in the day was a Turkish delight. I don't think you're a fan. Oh of no! Which sadly was Turkish discontinued delight. oh it's beautiful but it's discontinued in 2016 I what i found weird why. Like well, what, I found... <laughs> what i found weird was that I, I looked up before and you can buy a bar for 199 um although apparently you can also pay for that in four interest-free installments of 50p oh that's good but you can buy it for 199 but it was discontinued seven eight years ago so i'm not entirely sure how good it, it might be discontinued be. in the UK. You may be able to get it in other countries. Yeah, possibly. That's, that's possibly. Yeah, I do um, remember the Cadbury's. They used to do like a biscuit one. There was mm. a few different types I remember that seemed to come and go. Yeah, but, and um, oh, well. Delight. That is, that's Turkish Delight. Is I've completely forgot that existed. I just want to make a very important point. That goes below the bounty. Nah, do me a favour. Yeah, the Turkish Delight goes below the bounty. Um, and the, the big thing about dairy milk is, and I think this is a, a callback to one of our previous episodes, they did the gorilla advert was dairy milk. Yeah, yeah, they've, I think um, they've done a few decent adverts to be honest. So strong yeah. advertising and a big well, I mean, shout they're, they're taught, they're, they're like catchphrase glass and a half that makes it the chocolate yeah. and a half. That's, that's a good little phrase. But uh, my mother absolutely <laughs> swears that the uh, glass and a half is they're using a smaller glass i don't know what she's basing <laughs> that on but she, she has she she swears that the glass and a half is smaller <laughs> she said i should put you to bed one night so Joe, yeah, yeah. Days, like, it's just, it's just a glass i'm telling you they just use a glass <laughs> but they, they use smaller <laughs> um and before we move on big shout out to the 850 gram bar of dairy milk which uh got destroyed in our house at christmas just oh, the proper solid one. Massive. Do they still, one. massive does that still like, happen? Huge. Yeah. That's I remember, happen. like, it's the kind of thing you could, I reckon if you tried hard enough, could actually commit murder with. You could yeah. really hit, hurt someone with it. Yeah, and then eat the evidence. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah the, that was a good bar. But then, it's, I mean, I think you were talking about two separate things. What do you mean? Because it's not, you're talking about the Cadbury's bar, right? 
you can't then throw everything else in because then you're throwing in your Easter eggs and things like well, that. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about a bar of dairy milk, just different sizes. Yeah, but they're not the same because the the thickness of each chunk is completely different. No, it's I think not, it's uh... not equal. It's just not equal. I don't think it's you can't have both. I'm not fussy. I'll eat. I think they're no, not the same thing, but I'm they're not the same thing. thing. They're the same chocolate, but they're not the same texture because the each piece is much, much thicker, much thicker. What, so it's a different bar? experience than a chocolate bar. Yeah. No, the big bar is pretty much the same thickness as a no, bar. not not the one I'm thinking of from back in the day. It was proper. Oh no, I'm thinking thick. of the one now that you can buy eight hundred. Well, I don't know about that. The, the... Oh yeah, no, that's the same as a normal smaller bar. I'm talking about the massive massive chocolate bars that you could get from like Woolworths that were like I think they were like half a meter long and they the thickness of that of each piece was crazy good time no, this, this, oh well I mean oh, I'm getting hungry now hmm. um so that's my first uh inductee well I mean it's a very good one I mean sticking with uh Cabri's I'm gonna mm-hmm. go and it kind of gives you an idea of um the texture so i'm really f- going off the texture but it's almost a flake but it's not quite a flake it went from the year 2000 to the year 2008 mm. and it's actually the snowflake so if you remember it was a flake which was down as the crumbliest chocolate in the world mm-hmm. that was then dipped in chocolate and the snowflake is actually dipped in white chocolate so you had milk mm. chocolate in the middle and white chocolate dip which was just I, I really like that bar. It was a good bar. And, and something, not a huge amount of information on the internet on these things. But apparently, Anthea Turner, and for those that don't know, Anthea Turner is a old uh, presenter mm. and uh, got married to someone called Grant Bovey. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know who that is. But um, apparently they sold all their wedding pictures, as is always the way with celebrities. But as part of it, they seem to also be advertising the snowflake or the yeah. dipped, uh, the flake dipped. And like some of their wedding pictures have them eating the flakes in them. Yeah. Which I just think, that. like, come on, like, don't do that. I mean, if you're going to sell your pictures, sell your pictures to Hello or OK or whoever. But don't don't be then selling it to Gabri. It's like, that's way too much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, I, I remember that. And I think her husband... I don't know. I don't know who he is or what what he did. I think he was possibly just famous for marrying her. I'm pretty sure he did that boxing thing against Ricky Gervais. Oh, really? Was that him? Celebrity boxing. I'm sure it was. I, I know Ricky Gervais certainly did a celebrity boxing thing. It's probably something he doesn't talk about anymore for obvious reasons. No, <laughs> but I don't remember who he fought. I think he won though, Ricky Gervais, if I remember correctly. But yeah, yeah, I mean, in fairness, he's well ahead of his game because now you've got loads of celebrity prop boxes uh, with uh, all these influencers. The, um, the I was Paul right, brothers. Yeah, yeah oh, I mean, it's sense. just bullshit. But he. Um, well, you say that, but yeah. I've got more interest in those boxing matches than actual boxing nowadays because there's nothing yeah. really. Well, I don't know who yeah. anyone is. Well, maybe in, uh, maybe boxing. boxing will come out of the cup. One day. Yeah, that's true. That'd be a good one to come out. The cup boxing as a whole, though. Yeah. My knowledge is very lacking in boxing, but yeah, I do have an appreciation. But uh, yeah, um, the snowflake and the flake dipped. Very, very good chocolate. So my my, I think my only issue with the snowflake is that I'm not a big fan of white chocolate. Yeah, so I think actually legally speaking, it's not actually chocolate. I think some. No, um, uh, yeah, that that rings a bell. I have heard that, but I'm going to count it because I use the word chocolate, so that's all I look for, and it's mm. great. And white chocolate, I find, complements milk chocolate very well. 
creates a different mm. flavour. I'm not sure I've ever. Oh yeah, pop pop a bit of white chocolate in your mouth. Let you know, whoosh it round like a fine mm. wine, mm. and then pop in some milk chocolate, and you get a very strange um, flavour. I know it all comes out the other end the same colour, but you mm. get a different uh, taste in the mouth. Okay, oh, I'll give, give it a go. Try. Yeah, give, give that a go. Um, so, so what's my... your mystery? No, no, I've got to do my second. Oh, I'll your second, second, of course. Sorry. So, harking back to my first, so Dairy Milk did, as I said, Turkish delight. They also did one called the Dairy Milk Bubbly, which was very nice. Yep. Now, this yeah, the Dairy was, this was launched as a replacement for the Whisper. Yeah, I didn't go. So the Whisper that was discontinued in two thousand three relaunched as Dairy Milk Bubbly. Then there was an internet campaign in around 2007, and long story short, the Whisper got relaunched. So well, it was my... more than an internet campaign. I remember at Glastonbury, do you remember they came mm. onto the stage? In fact, someone that we know without naming names actually wrote into a newspaper and got their letter written to yeah. demand that the Whisper came back. He did, in... yeah. He yeah. he might not have been a he. It was a he. Uh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they did loads of different i'm talking about the standard whisper here which is just yeah. an amazing chocolate yeah very good chocolate. um but they've done some done a few of different weird ones. variations there's only yeah. one that survived isn't there no 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 so available so cadbury's whisper yeah cadbury whisper gold yep. cadbury whisper gold hazelnut mm. cadbury whisper gold salted caramel no cadbury whisper gold duo no cadbury whisper duo i'll have that well, duo is fine. You can't, yeah, yeah. Not, Cadbury, that's just, that's just two bits of Whisper, which is the little ones in the thing. And then there's oh, hot yeah. chocolate variants. There's Cadbury Whisper biscuits. I'm not sure about that. Cadbury I remember the biscuit Whisper. one, but they're, they're um, not still around though. The biscuit one. Apparently, they are. Maybe really? not in this country. Actually, maybe uh, not. In this yeah, because I haven't seen them in years. Um, and then some loads of discontinued. The caramel is okay. Not amazing, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Not, I don't know. I don't mind it. I know um, you, like, you like your plain chocolate. I do like my plain chocolate. So that's that's my and that was permanently made a comeback in 2008 so that is my second mm-hmm. choice there which i think is a very strong one yeah I, I i do like a whisper one thing i'll say about chocolate overall i don't know about you but when it comes to texture as well another thing is temperature mm-hmm. so i like just slightly warmer than than regular room temperature that's yep. what chocolate should be slightly warm i don't like cold chocolate no out, i don't like the fridge no. i think you lose a lot of the flavor yeah and i think I a whisper works particularly well with yep. that slightly warmer flavor what i actually like to do the way i eat a whisper and i eat a lot of chocolate in strange ways which can be done another time but i kind of scrape the whisper with my teeth and so it gets more uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. thin that. chocolate in your mouth yep. that kind of yep. thing I yeah, yeah. Do I'm, that. On board. I'm on board but uh going on yeah. to the mysteries yeah so this is uh, one that you may or may not remember. It's not really around anymore, though, online. Again, you could could possibly buy it. started in 1991 and then got discontinued quite a few years after. Then came back from 2004 to 2005, again, withdrawn due to the high cost of production. But this one had mm-hmm. an internet campaign and then got brought back um, in 2012. Again, not sure if it's still going now, but vice versa. Do you remember them? Vaguely, yeah. So Nestle, vice versa. This is the first time I've gone on Cabris, but I used to love them, as um, anyone that went to school with me would attest. But um, so what they were were they were like minstrels, except mm-hmm. one had a white shell and that had milk chocolate, oh, a bit yeah, like yeah. the snowflake, and the other one had a 
uh, I guess, a brown shell. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And yeah. had white chocolate, in, and I just <clears throat> loved those. They were they were great. They were, I think maybe I have more of a love for them because I can't get them anymore, and so you know, nostalgia is a big thing for me. Um, it's a strong choice. Well, uh, it's not chocolate I've thought of in in a yeah yeah quite a long time. Um, my third choice is quite a straightforward one. It's a Mars bar. A Mars Bang. bar. Bang, straight with the I Mars bar. I mean, a Mars bar. bar is, the funny thing about a Mars bar is I only <laughs> I only eat Mars bar when I haven't eaten and I'm like, I need to actually <laughs> fill up and I haven't got time. So that's mm. when I get a Mars bar. And if I feel I want to get, I, I don't want to be too unhealthy, I'll get a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a Mars does help you uh, apparently work, rest and play. Well, no, not um, anymore. It doesn't. They haven't done that advert for years. Cause... No, I think they brought it back for a short period of time. I thought um, legally they weren't allowed to do that because... No, I think they, in 2008, apparently, they brought it back. I'm not sure oh, for how long. But um, yeah, I'm not sure a uh, deep-fried Mars bar would, would tick any of those Never boxes. had a deep-fried Mars bar. No, not interested in that. Not interested no, in that. No, so, too much experimentation. So what are we choosing then for our third? I'm going to stick with the vice versa because I miss them and I want them back, quite mm. honestly. A Mars bar is a very good chocolate and I like to actually um, at least, well, this is another discussion of combinating and segregation, but this is mm. actually where I like to segregate my, um, yeah. I like to have the top layer and then the, the middle layer mm. with the Mars bar. But, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to stick with vice versa. I feel this is going to be a, another agree to disagree when it comes to Yeah, that, I think but... it's, it's very much agree to disagree. So, well, um, so it's a top six, effectively, we've got. <laughs> yeah, as yeah. ever. But um, as ever, let us know at uh, 2G1C pod mm-hmm. what you think of that. And uh, let us know what you think in terms of uh, what should maybe be the fifth one or what you would put, it, put in there at any point. And let Cobblers M know that well, that I'm right when it comes to the (laughs) duos and things like that. But anyway, we will see you next time. Have a good one, and we will see you next time. Cheerio. Bye.